0: Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by CapShow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use CapShow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to episode ninety-seven of Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about equipping and inspiring you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of. Beyond the Rut. In this episode, we're just going to give you a little trip report of Brandon and I when we went to Pedernales Falls. In fact, we were joined by my dad, and we had a little bit more of an adventure than we planned. And in that, we found the the uh, the lining, the silver lining, if you will, and uh, talking about I can't and how that can hold us back and the real truth behind many of the I can't phrases we have in our lives. So check out this episode. We're telling you a little bit about, about our trip to Pedanellas Falls and how we were joined by my dad. So check it out. Welcome, Brandon. How have you been? Awesome sauce. Awesome sauce. I wonder it's what like, it tastes like. It's like applesauce, but a little bit more tart okay that's what makes it awesome (laughs) that's my thought okay I've got a friend at work she always says awesome sauce and then I get hungry for like Chick-fil-A and (laughs) because to me awesome sauce tastes like the Chick-fil-A sauce just little known fact uh you know we we were talking
1: about hiking and today we're going to talk about paternalis did i say it right you said it right we went to paternalis falls and did a little hiking uh chick-fil-a good place to get those jelly packets yes i may or may not have taken a few the other <laughs> night when we were there
0: i think it's cool to do that if you well one you, you purchase food from there exactly and two you're not taking like a backpack full.
1: Yeah. Can you take one or two? I'm pretty sure my yeah. wife has paid for a number of those packets, <laughs> so we're good.
0: So, yeah, we went to Peternellas Falls State Park. Uh, that was, what, June? June. It was. It was June. Late June. Yes. Yep. And uh, a, an interesting thing happened. So the plan was, uh, you and I were going to get there early in the morning and uh, we were going to do primitive camping. And more specifically, we were going to get some hiking in because we were preparing for some longer trips. And right. So this was our chance to figure out how far we can actually hike uh, in the summer without dying. We were going to leave yeah. at 6 in the morning or 5.30 uh, in the morning? We left – well, we were to leave Corpus at 5, get there about 9 o'clock, yeah. 8.30, 9 ended o'clock. up leaving about 6.30. Close to – yeah, because we stopped for tacos. <laughs> yeah. and Yeah, we had to. And uh, so instead of hiking the two miles to three miles into the primitive camp area, we decided, well, why don't we make it a 10-mile route? Let's take one of these longer – trails meant for like a mountain bike or for the for the horses. We'll take one of those trails and then link up with another trail and we'll have this long 10-mile hike in the morning, set up camp, and then we'll do another 8 to 10 miles and go see the falls and stuff like that. And then that gives us a 20-mile day on the first day and then we'll see how we feel. So day 2 we either hike straight out or we do a big hike and leave. Yeah. There you so go. it was a good test. So that was the plan. Somewhere in the 25 to 30-mile Weekend, yeah. So that was the plan. Give it a shot. See if we can do it. Uh, however, it turns out I screwed that up about a year ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Before we even came up with the plan, yes, you had ruined the plan. <laughs> yes. And so um, my dad came, and he, and I love it that he came, and and we. I learned things about my dad that I never would have noticed otherwise and and learned of otherwise, and and I got to spend time with him. He He, was a blast. Yeah. Uh, He was an adventure. (laughs) So a year ago, uh, my dad's uh, not his last visit to Corpus, but uh, a year ago, he came to visit. And while he was visiting us, uh, my brother had gone off to a camping trip in California because they live in California. My brother and my dad live together, and my dad just starts to share with me how He's bummed because my brother always goes camping with his buddies every couple of weeks, every two to three weeks, and he never takes my dad. Well, that's the
1: definition of a bum if he's camping all the time.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So really, he's the
1: bum, not your dad.
0: And so, you know, my brother's the favorite. He's the baby of the two of us. And I thought, this is my chance. I'm moving up in the ranks. And I I said to my dad, you know, dad, (laughs) I want to get into camping. Liv says, I can't go camping unless I bring somebody with me you could be my somebody and just just understand. And at the time, he was walking a lot more often yeah. and he was in a little bit better shape. And so I said, Dad, if you want to be my plus one, you want to go <laughs> with me, just understand what I do is the opposite of what my brother does. My brother, he he packs up a trailer a toy hauler if you will puts yeah. basically the whole house inside the trailer <laughs> uh, including air conditioning just moves into the woods yeah, for a couple exactly of days. yeah <laughs> and he doesn't even live in the woods he lives inside the trailer with the air conditioning and the <laughs> yeah. dvd player and it's that kind and of direct thing. tv and everything the hot else plate <laughs> yeah and so i told my dad that's what jimmy does what i do is i put things on my back and i walk way into the woods and i camp out there and I don't bring all these creature comforts. If I can carry it on my back comfortably, it comes with me. If not, I Lay decide, be is behind. it worth having or not? He goes, okay, cool. And of course, I didn't go camping for a year. <laughs> and uh, when we did the Goliath State Park trip, I told my dad about it. And he just said, hey, so when are you going again? That should have been my first clue, because he never <laughs> asks me what I'm doing. He asks me what my family's doing. He never asks me what I'm doing. And, and so I said, yeah, at the end of June, uh, Brandon and I, we're, we're going to go to Pedernales Falls, and we're going to do this 10-mile hike and set up a camp, and we're doing another 8 to 10 miles, you know, everything I just yeah. told you. And he goes, okay, cool. That. When is that? And I said, oh, like the end of June. So like the 24th, 25th, like now he's getting specific. Yeah. And he, What time? I don't think he's ever been specific my whole life. <laughs> and that should have been my second clue. He's getting specific dates out of me. And I was like, yeah, 24th, 25th, I think. And, you know, go check your calendars. I might be wrong, but by a day or two. Uh, and I thought nothing of it. And a few weeks later, we're talking. And it's the week before. Oh, yeah, because I called him for Father's yep. Day. And he goes, hey, you still going camping next weekend? Yep. And it hit me. Oh, crap. He's coming. He's not ready. Your dad's an interesting fellow. He he
1: makes a decision. He will drive across the United States to do it. That's what he did. (laughs) That's exactly what happened. He was (laughs) in Montana
0: at the time, I think, right? Yeah. So, uh, he went up, visited a brother of his on the way down. And, uh, and so I was apparently the excuse to get away from the brother because they were starting to get him to like re. He's renovate. working too hard. Yeah, they're making him renovate their home, and he was like, "I need an excuse. I'm going camping with Jerry." <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, he came down. Turns out, he owns no camping gear whatsoever, <laughs> so. or clothes, or anything yeah, else for that matter. Uh, and, and so, over the course of a few days, we um, he gets a backpack. And we pick out a, a hammock for him. We get a tarp. Actually, he already had a tarp. So he did have something. He had a yeah. tarp. Um <laughs> wasn't a camping tarp. It was just a tarp. Just we a tarp, turned yeah. into a camping tarp. Exactly. And uh, so I loaned him some things I had. And we're going through all the possibilities of what could go wrong. So we're prepared for it. And so we're talking about what he's going to wear. Because uh, now most of you don't know who my dad is. But my dad has like a uniform he wears. Now, how old is your dad? He's 67 years old. 67. And so, my dad's got this uniform, and I realized his uniform actually predates his days at the post office. Yeah. So, he wears these heavy leather work shoes, uh, dark jeans, black jeans, not blue jeans, black jeans. <laughs> and he wears a, a t-shirt, black t-shirt, and a dark button-up shirt that's short sleeve. And he has that all tucked in, leather belt. And then... To protect his arms and his neck and his head from the sun, he doesn't put on sunscreen like most people do. He puts on a jacket. Yep and we're talking about texas and south texas
1: was somewhere in the 95 degree range in mid may yes and that's cool compared to where we get in june july august september
0: and the original forecast for petaneles falls that weekend was 101 degrees before we lucked out and got a storm and that was temperature not even heat index yes temperature yes so um so i'm trying to convince my dad to wear lighter clothing he's like no i'll be fine i'm like okay um so we'll just make up for it, dad we'll have you drink lots of water because you're gonna be sweating a lot Uh oh
1: he's allergic to water. yeah
0: apparently he doesn't like to drink water and my wife pointed that out and i didn't want to believe her and she goes no jerry seriously when have you ever said it? senior dad voluntarily drink water stay with us we'll be right back and now let's talk about how you can use cap show to repurpose and market your content If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash show. that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show.
1: And I love his face when we gave him water. We basically oh, forced yeah. him to drink the water, and he looked like a little kid who somebody had stuck
0: medicine in his mouth. Yes. <laughs> And that just blew my mind and I knew we were in trouble at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so in the end, uh, he, he brought junk food. Yep. Uh, he didn't pack anything for water he wouldn't even take water from us we yeah. get to the park and the first thing he does is he sees the soda machine and he goes over there with all this change in his pocket and he buys two bottles of lemon carbonated water yeah. which he didn't touch
1: yeah, exactly he did not he touch. took one drink out of one of them I think and yes. he never
0: opened the other one yeah and I asked him if he liked it or not he goes it's alright <laughs> which could mean anything it's like the word smurf yeah. it could mean anything and, and so I didn't but I could tell by his actions he didn't like that yeah because yeah, he only took one sip and that was it and then he bought two cans of diet coke <laughs> and you he looked like a kid on christmas just happy as can be and he's like laughing the whole time he's got like soda i'm like what are you laughing for like you're a grown man you bought soda that's cool you're gonna die <laughs> drinking it out here but that's cool we're about to start hiking <laughs> yeah you're drinking this stuff uh, and so he started to run into some trouble because we I mean, just hiking the two miles into camp, right you and I walk at about we could we could push a three mile an hour pace right and and I think we could do that comfortably uh you know for our age, for the shape we're in uh that, that's pretty decent and, and for mm-hmm. walking on a trail in the woods, yeah. that's pretty good, and long distance, yeah. yeah, and you know taking our time i uh, I know I could do a two mile an hour pace if I take my time yeah land navigation was such a challenge because it turns <laughs> out my dad walks one mile an hour. <laughs> One mile. And we didn't know that until yep. we were like three or four miles into that second trail. So we, it took us what two hours to get to the camp itself. Right. It felt like anyway. Yeah. Um, well, it felt like it was probably
1: closer to four miles. And we, we argued about it for a while. We were convinced it had to be at least three, probably three yeah. and a half because of the time it took. Yes. And then once we did it a couple of times and looked at the map, we were like, it's two it's two miles it's like two and a quarter (laughs) maybe but a lot closer to two Two than three or four and we're like why is it taking so long but it was it was very rocky it was very uh, it was a trail but it was rocky and there were creeks and and hills and all of that kind of thing and we're walking along worried about him because we're not only carrying packs but we're like if something happens to him how are we getting him out of yeah
0: yeah because he's yeah he's a grown man and we're yeah, we're not buff or anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, I am, but still. it's <laughs> podcasting. Out. And uh, so, yeah, his original plan—this is what he told me—was when we get to camp, we're going to set up camp, and while well, you <laughs> and I go and get our mileage in, he's going to chill out at camp and play on his tablet and yeah. just enjoy the out- outdoors. That was another thing. He brought a phone and a tablet with yes. him to play on the whole time. Yes. And, and a Rambo knife. And yeah. it was just, yeah, everything you shouldn't do when you go on a hike in the woods, yeah. my dad did. And uh, they were all comfort items, though. It was City Slickers Part 3 or something. Yeah, you know? they, were, they were like all things that made him feel good and confident, but they weren't things that he really needed to actually <laughs> do well out there. And so in the end, he, he wound up hiking with us on a, uh, let's see, wolf ridge trail That was what three and a half miles yeah just a loop so we went to go see a spring and then we came back around and that's when we realized how slow our pace really was because i was like yeah we're rounding the mountain which is like two miles in it's like 10
1: miles i think we walked nope it's three
0: (laughs) yeah an hour later we hit the mountain itself I'm (laughs) like crud this is the mountain yep that means we still got a mile and a half to go brandon and i was like man i'm just shouting this out my dad's probably feeling bad and (laughs) embarrassed and um, but in any case, he, he he fell a couple of times. Yep. Yeah, he was moving slowly, but he kept pushing himself, and um, he didn't
1: complain though no. at all. Yeah, you know, And I had a couple of blisters, and I was tired, and you know, and especially that second day, we were pretty sore. But he never complained. And honestly, the f- the the first time he fell was a little scary because his head just missed like this big rock yes. by like inches. And it was one of those pointy rocks where he didn't you're like
0: – He did one. He missed like a, a ring of like four of them. Yeah. And all his like head went right whoosh. in the middle past all of it.
1: I was like, oh wow. And I'm thinking one thing to get him out to get him to care, but if he splits
0: his head open, there's nothing we're going to be able to do yeah. about it in the next hour or so. Yeah. And it, it, we were just finding out all kinds of things that he – I mean, the things he was struggling with was really a, a lifetime of – Kind of staying in the comfort zone in a little bit, uh, in a right. way. So it, it turns out the reason why I, I think the reason why my dad falls a lot, because he said he doesn't get dizzy a lot, but he falls mm-hmm. a lot. I, I talked with my brother and my yeah. brother said, I remember yeah, him he does. saying that. Yeah. Um, and then something he'd said, just sort of like matter of factly is that he can't feel a good portion of his feet. <laughs> yeah. Because he's diabetic, type two diabetes. Kind of important. So, yeah. So he's at that phase where like it's bad enough where the, I guess, the sugars have crystallized around some of the nerves in his feet, so he can't feel his feet, mm-hmm. and it just kind of hit me like he is shuffling his feet instead of walking yep. because he can't feel. And the rocky terrain just did not yeah. play to that. That was almost
1: the worst way to walk.
0: Yeah, and you know, so that was something for us to be aware of, and I, and you know, it, it was just eye opening to see where my dad is in his health, and you know, working in healthcare, I know where it goes from there, mm-hmm. and I was just like, wow, you know. That's sad. And then at the same time, it was kind of hitting me like, wait, this man's 67. He had been told since he was in the army in his twenties, cut back on sugar. Right. And he never did. <laughs> and, um, you know, now for the last 10 years or so, he's been a diabetic. And even now he still isn't listening to what people are <laughs> telling him he needs for himself. And so I just thought, what are the things he's missing out on? Because, he refuses to apply what he needs. To, like his comfort zone is sugar. He he oh, yeah. loves it. I mean, we all feel good when we eat it. I feel good when I eat it. Uh you know, I think most Americans feel I mean, we all do, <laughs> and we just eat lots of it. And uh the thing for my dad is he's not willing to make it that change. And I think what was really
1: to me kind of the beyond the rut type uh moment or there were a few of them, but some of them for me as, uh, you know, my father passed away years ago and uh, my stepdad's still alive and, you know, they'll be in tomorrow and that's awesome. And the relationship's great, but you know, to get that one-on-one time Mm -hmm. with your dad, I mean, granted I'm there, but for you and him, there were quite a few moments where I'm either five, 10 feet in front of you or five, 10 feet behind you and 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 just or in some cases
0: 50 to 100 feet (laughs) exactly (laughs) i had had
1: trouble pacing myself a little bit but there were a couple of times whenever i took uh i took your phone and i took pictures of y'all walking up a hill or something like that and i just thought for most of us and i say most of us people i know those moments never happened that would be you know those kind of times where you get beyond yourself and say well I can't take my 67 year old dad hiking. He's not prepared. That's not what he does. He doesn't know how to dress. He doesn't know how to do all these things. Yeah. Getting beyond that and saying, you know, he's grown and he wants to let's let him and let's see what happens. Yeah. And, and, and he
0: almost died. Right. And you know, <laughs> twice whether,
1: whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, you know, maybe we're bad sons. I don't know, but, uh, the, the key is he didn't see any reason to play it safe now there were a few times uh that you know we went up some pretty steep hills and down and and climbed over some falls that he said hey i'm gonna sit here and i'll wait for you guys uh which was just smart it wasn't you know him being old it was just him being smart because that was that was too much but uh to have those moments with your dad to me i think that was that was priceless no matter oh, yeah. what we learned about what we could do and that was really cool yeah. so i think that's a good indication for people hearing this it's like go get your parents say hey let's go you don't have to go hike and you know Peternallis as as it's pronounced properly two in a row man <laughs> uh, uh, you don't have to do that and sleep in a hammock and hike all these miles just go do something you know maybe drive to the next town and and have lunch or see a museum or do something with your parent one-on-one yeah and and get out of that rut of well they're sick or they've got diabetes and that's actually pronounced diabetes but i know a lot of people in america pronounce it wrong uh i know no no diabetic doctor (laughs) likes that but i do uh do something where it's one-on-one you know and and try that and and don't let the fact that your parents older or you're busy or they like the grandkids or, you know, y'all's relationship hadn't been great to stop you do yeah. it anyway. And the great thing about, we do this podcast and we talk about that all the time, but it was him that said, I'm going to come with you. Yeah. You know, even though I you invited him, him thinking he's never going to come, but yeah. you know, he said,
0: I can drive over there and do that. Yeah. And he did. and that was really cool. So despite, you know, the, the, the scares you know that you know he fell twice, and he was dehydrated and refused to drink water, and refused to dress lightly. Uh, <laughs> so despite those real he world dangers, way beyond the rut, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, and he pushed through it, and uh, and and more on that. It, it part of the, I don't know if you noticed, like towards the end, I would walk behind him, right? And it was because I noticed uh, when we hiked out to go see the falls, and then we came back. Both of those times, because those the. That's when he was falling. Yep. Um, I noticed that when I walked ahead of him, because I figured, you know, I want to walk, my pace kind of stretch my legs out a little bit, and then I'll fall back and walk mm-hmm. alongside him. Well, I noticed that as I walked faster, he was keeping up and he was starting to trip over rocks. And I realized right. he's trying to keep up. Yep. And so I tried to walk alongside him and he was still walking fast and tripping over rocks. But if I went just slightly behind him, uh, um he slowed down to his pace and- it's like, all right, this, this is the pace we're going to walk. And, um, uh, so anyway, there was that. And in doing that though, uh, like you were saying, spending that time with him, yeah, uh, my dad likes to repeat his stories. <laughs> so, I mean, I hear the same stories all the time, like whenever he comes down and I mean, he's a simple guy and, um, he has like these certain triggers and he just kind of repeats a story that he's yeah. told me like 20 times a year. <laughs> uh, but this time on this trip, on these hikes, I heard new things. Right. And um, I also learned why, uh, my brother doesn't quote unquote invite him on camping trips. <laughs> turns out he does. Uh-huh. Uh, what happened was on the first trip, uh, my dad, cause my brother rides dirt bikes when, you know, when yeah. he's out there camping. And so my dad said, Hey, I want to ride one. And my brother got him on. He's given him a lesson on what to do, what not to do things to watch out for. And my dad just guns the throttle <laughs> exactly. rides at about fifty feet and you hits know, a tree. Lesson. Yeah. So yeah, fifty feet hits a tree. Boom. And right then and there my brother's like, Oh crap, I just killed my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and so this happened maybe two years ago. And so it was you're always invited to come with us, Dad, but you're not allowed to touch any of the motorcycles. And all my friends, if you're listening, if he touches your motorcycle, you're dead to me. Yep. And so um my dad just took that as he doesn't want me here. And it's like no come with just don't die don't hit a tree and die don't don't do it uh, And so anyway that was the first time I ever heard that and yeah. so I, when we got cell phone signal again I was like Jimmy, I understand why you don't invite my dad camping with you. He goes, oh no, he's always invited. He just can't ride motorcycles. I was like, oh, he didn't mention that part. (laughs) So, a good thing to get out of this episode is just do
1: something like that. Invite your parents or invite your kids. You know, some of us have older kids and that, you know, once they get past about 14, 15 years old, they kind of do their own thing. They got their friends. Go spend some one-on-one time with them and, and do some things that only you could do as the parent, yeah. you know, and it doesn't have to be extravagant. doesn't have to be a lot of money or anything like that, but do something different. I was talking to uh, our good friend that I, I know listens, Stephanie, she's getting ready to go up to the uh, Northwest and uh, she's the one that had the baby uh, Charlotte here recently and they're going to ride a train, a plane and a boat for the first time in her life oh wow because obviously she's a baby she hadn't done that yet but she's she's adventuring out you know mom and charlotte are going to yeah. go out and accomplish some stuff and uh probably by the time this airs she'll be back so she might not get mad at me about saying that i don't know if anybody <laughs> else knows it but uh that, that those are cool things that you know just go out and do yeah and and i've seen it and you know you see all that stuff on facebook uh you know we're having mom and daughter dad and son day, or you know nephew grandson whatever it is go do something like that and just get out of your own rut yeah
0: maybe invite your parents yeah Might and then, you know that i think the point i was trying to drive at it this whole time is whatever your comfort zone is uh whatever your i can'ts are because that was yeah. the thing that, that was holding my dad back on a lot of things was i can't drink water it's like yeah you can you just won't um i can't wear lighter clothing like, yes you can you just won't <laughs> yeah so just keep in mind what are your i can'ts And ask yourself, are they really I can't or are they really I won't? Because if it's an I won't, that is a barrier you can lift off yourself right now and go do the thing that you really want to do on the other side of that I can't. So all that, just to tell you, you can. What you're telling yourself is you won't. So there we go. Now, if you liked everything we talked about in this episode, you can check out our show notes at beyondtherut.com slash zero nine seven. We are just three episodes away from one zero zero guys, and we don't even know what we're going to do for that. Maybe we'll get somebody really cool on or just do it. Uh, we don't know. You tell us. In fact, email us. At Who do you want to see on the 100th episode? What do you want us to do on the 100th episode? What do you want us to talk about? So, info at rut.com. Now, if you've heard this episode after we've already released episode 100... Hold on. You're too late. You heard, heard. this episode? <laughs> heard? here, <laughs> Yeah, uh, fake accent. You just go with it. <laughs> so... Send us an email, info at beyondtherut.com. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about or do for episode 100. And again, if you are hearing this episode after we've released episode 100, you're too late. But let us know what you want us to do for episode 200 because that is coming up in 103 episodes. We're almost there, guys. Just two more years, give or take. So, with that said, we love that you joined us this week and we look forward to jo- you know being joined by you again next week And in the meantime, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap and myself...